0: It's week six in the NFL, we can only hope for a better slate than week five, and we'll start that by gloating about how we did perform last week. The SEC's just rubbed some dirt on it, COVID strategy is, uh, it's not working, yielding some predictable results there, down in Florida of all places, first off, uh, and fresh off his unmasking, the Sanchez puts a professional face on the joint bank account. Let's get going. Hey, y'all, I'm Chris Long. This is the Greenlight Gambling Show presented by DraftKings. Week five of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week six. There's no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week six, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. dollars Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code GREENLIGHT when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code GREENLIGHT to get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only bonus comprises the first deposit bonus and first bet match each up to $500 deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Joining me as always to get this thing done is Stanford Steve. How's it going, steve Oh. Good. How are you, Christopher? I'm terrific. It's yeah. Last Sunday was rough, it was very, okay. very rough. I chased and then I had the over and the, the Hawks late Sunday night. And I put some serious units on that one. And uh, if you followed along with the game, mm-hmm. it was one of those things where you kind of had to pick and choose between which bet you're rooting for, and it was a mind <laughs> fuck. And then at the end, you know, you, had, you, you were dead in the water. You weren't dead in the water. And, and, and then I'm up at like 11 o'clock at night just to watch myself lose money. I wish I had just gone to bed.
1: Yeah, that's and I mean, Sunday night too, after the Sunday scaries and all that stuff, that's, that's not a good way to end your night. Especially, not, not good.
0: Especially when all the, the Hawks had to do to cover on the 55 total or, or push it would be to convert on that two-point conversion – and or pick the ball up on that Kirk Cousins fumble at the end of the game. Oh, Just pick it up. I mean, that could have yeah. made your show. I mean, like literally all the guy has to do is pick that wet son of a bitch up and <laughs> run into the end zone. Uh it was it was it was awful. It was awful. And You're still uh, thinking
1: about it, so it's pretty bad.
0: Yeah, it was a bad weekend. So we gotta be better this weekend. So all right. before we get going, we are gonna take a solid minute to congratulate ourselves and tell the Green Light Faithful why this pot is a must. Listen, Combined, eight and two last week. Obviously I didn't bet the <laughs> plays I gave out. Uh, both of us are going four and one uh, on, on the week five slate, which was a highlight of, again, a really crappy slate. The highlights include me giving out the Dolphins' money line at plus 320 and predicting the shit yep. out of a Rams-Washington game. And uh, for you, Stanford Steve, Miami Heat game five money line at plus 250. That feels like 30 days ago. Yeah, it uh, does. <laughs> And you cashed in on the over. I could not believe it. I was scared to bet Bama Ole Miss. I should never doubt you. And they, they pretty much covered in the first half. It was
1: Yeah, it was, we needed one possession in the second half, and we were good. Oh, my
0: God, dude. It was stealing, and I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So let's just start with you from an NFL perspective this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, since you, you, were, you, you were really on it last week. Uh, what's your most sure bet this Sunday? Ooh, ooh.
1: Um. All right, I, I'll say I think Tampa. Um, and it's just because the Green Bay. I, I love how they started. They've obviously gotten themselves better where they need to get better, but they they don't have, have one turnover yet this year. Right. Like that, that's got to start. I'm not saying it's going to even out, but I just feel like Green Bay is due for a game that they're not going to be their best. I think Tampa's pissed off. I think Tampa's built defensively. I love some of those guys in the secondary Whitfield from Minnesota. Uh, I, I, I that kid, um, he's been all over the place. So I think Tampa's defense matches up well with green Bay's offense. I know people just want to talk about Rodgers versus Brady, but there's so much other things to like in this game. And I think, uh, Tampa could, could show, I just think Tampa's more versatile as a team, more balanced. So I'll take Tampa as a, sh- as a short, uh, Um, home dog as as my favorite pick this week.
0: You know what? It's funny because I feel like I trust Green Bay a lot more this year, but it's mostly because of the offense. The reason I didn't trust them last year was the defense, and I'm not sure I trust them anymore. Uh, There's players I like, but to your point, maybe the more complete football team is Tampa, and ironically... Uh, the quarterback that really has set the league on fire has been obviously Aaron Rodgers, and that Mm -hmm. dream team set up down there has not yielded like wow numbers from Tom Brady or wow moments. I think last week was a big illustration of how far they have to go to implement the culture that he's used to. I mean, that that game 10 days ago was awful. I'll go with my, um, my most confident pick here. Let me... And you tell me why this stinks so bad? I know the Shanahan owning McVay theme is kind of yeah, I, but but the Rams giving a field goal uh, in San Fran makes no sense to me. Maybe I've just given up on uh, on the Niners, and my confirmation bias is so strong that you know I said they're not making the playoffs. I don't trust them. They pulled Jimmy G at the half. I know they were it was because of his ankle, and that sort of thing. But I don't know if that locker room's in a good place right now. And talking to people around the Rams facility, like people that know what's going on there, this is a we-take-it-personal game for them. You know, because of that thing I mentioned off the top, the shanahan McVeigh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, situation. So, give me the Rams. I think they play angry, and I think they kick their ass.
1: Yeah, I don't see how this game goes off at three. I think it's got at least three and a half on it. Uh, I mean, we. it feels like we talk every week about the Rams having to travel and come back and travel and come back. Yeah. Like, is this a time it catches up with them? Like, I I mean, I, I watched that game last week here, you know, being here in, in D.C. And just why I. I watch, I personally watch Aaron Donald every week and I feel like I don't watch him enough. Does no, that make you, sense? Yeah,
0: no, it does make sense. It's kind of, I, <laughs> I feel the same way about how much we talk about him. We talk about him every week. But he normalizes his greatness. He is a victim of his own greatness.
1: I, the way he gets after people, and then his demeanor is just like hanging. You know, seeing him at the Super Bowl last year with his boys, you know, in a party environment, like he's he's obviously got a, a switch. Were you with us that night? Uh, not no, not that night. I, I was. I that was, the next was a
0: knockdown, dragout night. But Aaron is, to your point, a lot of fun to hang with easygoing, one of the sweetest people you'll meet. Yeah. But when that switch flips, he is the meanest motherfucker on green
1: grass. And he's got clamps. I call them clamps. grip. Clamps. Like just, and then once he gets under your shoulder or into your chest, like forget
0: it. How do you think he makes, I mean like, there's not just the control of a blocker, which is insane, but also when he wins a rush and he wins so many of them, He'll have rushes where he's getting washed, but his hands are so strong, he could get the tip of your jersey flying yeah. by you, and you, you're like a tractor beam. He makes big quarterbacks look like ragdolls, and he puts a finger on them and does it. So the strongest dude in the NFL, pound for pound, hands down, and probably the meanest as well. I like mm. the Rams because, you know, you think this is probably a letdown. Maybe that's the, that's the thought going into it, but I don't think Vegas understands how personal the Rams take this, and I hate to to tempt the Vegas guys. I like by that. Saying I know more than them. But, um, yeah, give me your, your number two here.
1: I uh, I got. I was. This is my favorite matchup of the weekend. It's Browns. It's Steelers. Yeah. Um, I was looking. And the history of this rivalry, this is the highest over-under. It's 51. There's never been an over-under between these two teams higher than 47.5. What? Never. Ever. Well, the Browns are good now. Well, are they? Well, We're going to find out. I, I, know, I mean, if, I,
0: I know they're good. I don't know that they're great or a contender. We talked about okay. this earlier in the week, and you like.
1: I like. I, I'm. That's the no Remember a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how how aren't we just going to take all these overs, overs, overs? Yeah. It's starting to feel like the numbers are starting to match now. Right. So I think that's a really good number because I think both these teams could score. However, I do like the Steelers here. Um, I don't think Cleveland will run the ball on Pittsburgh as they did last week against the Colts, as they did in in previous victories. I do like what I've seen from Ben with Claypool. And in the past, when Ben has liked somebody, he will feed them continuously. Mm Mm-hmm. And now with Ebron there as another red zone target, you got Claypool. Juju still feels like he's finding his role, which is fine because he's not talented fine enough. For to my
0: fantasy de- team,
1: sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Deontay is another guy that just is a game breaker anytime he yeah. touches the ball. You know what you're getting with Connor in the run game. I just, I mean, I I, I like what I've seen from Pittsburgh. I do not think Cleveland uh, will do what they want. I, I it won't be as fluid as Cleveland has been offensively in the past couple weeks. I think Pittsburgh's built to make it tougher for them. I thought Baker got really careless in the second half of that game. They could have blown that game. Um he's been he's been a lot better. Uh but like I said, I think it comes down to Pittsburgh making Cleveland one-dimensional and not being able Cleveland not being able to run the ball as 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 well as they have in, in prior weeks. So I'll lay the 3 with Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And to me, I would I, w- I would, agree on Pittsburgh. The, my t- 2020 Super Bowl champion, or 2021 Super Bowl champion, Pittsburgh Steelers, the most complete team in the league at this point, in my opinion, partially a product of there being no good defenses. When we talked about, you know, Cleveland, and this is how this conversation inter- intertwines nicely, Cleveland Their offense scored 32 points, quote-unquote, last weekend against Mm -hmm. the best team in the league defensively. Okay, that team's missing Darius Leonard, and they've set that reputation up by playing, you know, I I don't know what what old adage I want to use here, but some shitty teams. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, you know, Cleveland really only scored 23 points against these guys. You can't forget the pick six and the safety. Mm-hmm. I am not sold on Cleveland as being a contender yet. They have to beat the Steelers of the world. They have to beat the, uh, the Ravens of the world. I don't think they do it, but I do like the over here. To your okay. point. I absolutely right. do. I don't, think, I don't think Cleveland has the guys to guard, everybody that you ran through on the Pittsburgh side. And yeah. to your point about the run defense and forcing Baker to make dumb throws at times, I think this is the prime weekend to get some turnovers created. And I think Pittsburgh's going to be in the 30s. Now, where Cleveland lands, I don't know, but I would assume it's north of twenty. They have enough talent to get there. I like Cleveland or Pittsburgh as well, but give me the over. Who's your number three?
1: Uh Chiefs Monday night. Uh it's three and a half now. I just I love that they lost. I think I think it helps them. Um and on the other side, I don't I don't like what I've seen from Buffalo, and I know uh, Allen had some turnovers. I'm talking about the defense. Yeah, the defense is not. I, I thought that was going to be the strength. I thought they That's were so going to be, you know, even more uh, uh, of a pain in the ass and, and a bully than they than they have been in years past. And they, that they've carried them uh, the past couple of years. And now it's 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 not good. I don't like what I mean. Tennessee, and that, this is a whole other conversation. Tennessee is the ultimate just. Why? Why doesn't anyone give them credit? Because they're not exciting. Then I saw stats like Tannehill. His last, I don't even know what it was. Twenty games. I think I saw the same
0: stat. They're like MVP numbers.
1: Yeah, he's better than Mahomes. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Um, but Tennessee is a whole other conversation. Numbers do lie. There you go. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh. But I think Kansas City comes in. I, I. I. Like I said, a little bad taste in their mouth. A chance to prove something against a team that has really struggled uh, defensively. Um. So I, I, I like Kansas City here in this spot. I, I. It's just about the spot and coming off a loss and knowing what they can attain with the win with the team that you know. Um. Is is highly thought of with Josh Allen and the Bills.
0: I agree with you. I think the Bills are going to be licking their wounds here. Uh, but to your point, I said this after the first quarter of the season. If you'd have told me a quarter of the season in that the Bills look like they could be in the Super Bowl, if not for the defense not playing well, I would have been shocked. Yeah, uh, they've completely flipped from an identity standpoint, and I don't know if that's a product of the X's and O's or the personnel or if it's the defense relaxing. Uh, you know, and thinking, okay, now we're an offensive football team. A lot of the times, yeah. when you are, and this goes into the Cam Newton conversation, when people are like, "Well, the the Pats would have beat them if they're playing Cam Newton." Well, Kansas City would have been more ready. They would have been uh-huh. locked in for a dogfight. And a lot of times, defenses can fall into those traps. Well, we're going to have thirty points. If your offense sucks, you you try to play shutout football. And I'm not sure what's going on up there. There've been some linebacker issues with health, but those seem to be shored up. Well, I don't know. I like Kansas City as well. That's a great call. Give me the Bears, though. I was looking at the under here in in the Bears uh, Carolina game, which is a scary proposition in 2020. So I chickened out. I really like it. If you want a teaser on the side here, t yeah, they, they call me uh, the the tease God. Don't forget okay. that. All right. I got the Bears uh, and the Ravens in a teaser, which people aren't going to like in Philly, but. That's what I got in a teaser here. Okay, Uh, I got the Bears though. That's my third pick. I'm giving out. Uh, They're around a one point dog right now, so it's basically a pick 'em. One thing that they're gonna do really well is take away Teddy, Teddy, and Matt Rule's strength right now. And what that strength is is that Matt Rule is getting people open, and and Mm -hmm. Teddy is hitting guys with a ton of separation. He's hitting the underneath stuff. Who takes that stuff away better than anybody? Almost the Bears, and Khalil Mack, Keem Hicks, Robert Quinn, that front Brent Urban, shout out to my guy, Wahoo Wah. You saw okay. the havoc they created last week. If they show up with 10 days to prepare, I think they get this win.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one because yeah. I, 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 looking at that game, I'm like, "Wow, this is interesting." The spread is is tight. You don't know what's going to give with you know Chicago's bread and butter on defense and, and Carolina with Joe Brady's system throwing it around. So two right,
0: legendary bridge kind of quarterbacks where people can't decide to give them their credit or not. Like we 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 do we love Teddy? Do do we think you know everybody loves Teddy? But do we do we Teddy. think Teddy? You know it's the same thing with Nick Foles. He's he's streaky. He's had highs and lows. These guys are trying to prove later in their careers that they are franchise guys. And it's an interesting game. But anytime Nick Foles is in the game, you know, I, I respect the urge to stay away. I just think this weekend they get after him.
1: I look for Chicago. Uh, Kawan Short, too, is out for the year, too, with Carolina. Yep. Maybe Chicago tries to run the ball, keep Carolina off the field, good too. Good player, too. Yeah, really good. Um,
0: underrated. Yeah. Uh, Let's go
1: to the college game of the week here. It's very simple, Chris. Uh, I have not, I don't know if I've given it out on this podcast, but on mine, it's a trend. We couldn't do it last week because Kansas didn't play, but we've just gone against Kansas every single week and it's treated us well. We are still undefeated with it this week. They are playing West Virginia. West Virginia's laying 22 and we are laying at 22 just because they're playing Kansas and they are not good. So take West Virginia minus 22.
0: I love that. I'm, I'm, yeah, Faden, Kansas is like it's my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, that's great. Uh joint bank account. Let's get a little wild here. Last week, JB Smoove knocked us off our perch. We were 2-0. Oh. Oh, Smoove. You know, like maybe the problem was we only gave him one option, which was the Jets game, and he couldn't pick against <laughs> his Jets. Uh give me, give me something off the wall here.
1: Um, let's go. But Washington football team money line. Ooh, I want to get
0: crazy here. Is uh, you think this dude in Denver's playing?
1: The way it sounds, yeah,
0: yeah. Let's go Denver in the money line. Where are they? I feel like that could be the crazy upset of the week. It's a double digits line, uh, I believe, or around there. But if we can get the numbers on the money line plus three sixty, yeah, dude. I, I I was a plus three twenty last week. If I hit two in a row, I don't know what we got to do. But I, I think like it. I think it's going to be. Uh, if you're looking for like a, a, a long shot here, let me go Denver money line, and we'll see what okay. Sa- we'll see what Sanchez likes uh, in the third leg.
1: Well, you can't take USC because they're not playing this week.
0: Yeah, lame. Carolina, Chicago this weekend. What do you think happens, and what gives Rule and and Brady this juice with Bridgewater?
2: Uh, let's see. I I feel like the most important thing for Chicago, uh, coming off their, their last week is handling those last minute situations the way they did having confidence in foals late in the game. I still think it's, you know, really tough situation for Trubisky. I didn't love that, that they pulled him so quickly, uh, because, you know, Knicks had these, uh, even this past game on Thursday against the bucks, like, He's throwing balls that could have easily been interceptions and he kind of gets away with a little more, right? Oh, he yeah, has a for much sure. longer leash more chances,
0: but he, he yeah, also...
2: and he has a much longer leash than Mitch and yeah. then they just yanked him. So I'm like, I mean, you can't go back now because then no. it sends the wrong message. It's just really unfortunate what's going on there. But uh, I think coach Rule's got a great pedigree. I think he's um, you know, Joe Brady's getting more and more comfortable with uh with teddy bridgewater but i still i still see the bears as as a real force i think their defensive line is playing out of their head uh i think they have more confidence now with foals and so they're just they're just running the table right now it feels like and they're they're winning these games late in games even if it's the other team uh making a mistake like brady last week it doesn't matter that's just one more notch in their belt right yeah. together that group Experiencing success together, shared struggle, experience success, and and you build on that, right? Even if it's a little bit artificial because the other team screwed up. So I just see Chicago taking the win. All right,
0: man. So that I feel good about. (laughs) I feel good about this weekend. Famous last words. Famous last words. And you've been so on fire in college. Buyer beware on Stanford Steve. He's been crushing it the last You keep going with your multiple unit plays. Your multiple unit plays, man. Multiple <laughs> units. All right, we'll check back with y'all next week. Uh, as always, gamble responsibly and uh, choose DraftKings.